This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. We're back! After a long hiatus, we're back to bring you what's been happening with Blink-182. This week we talk about Blink's heartbreaking Grammy loss and what we know about the California Deluxe so far. We also check in with an old friend who just might be the UFO researcher of the year. Also, we decided to join 2006 and get ourselves some of them newfangled Twitters and Instagrams. You can find both of those at 182 Podcast. That's the at symbol 182 Podcast. Old man over here. You can also find us on Facebook. Drop us a line at 182podcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, why don't you leave us an iTunes review or Google review or wherever you review those things. Thanks again to everyone on Reddit who supported the show uh, and everyone else not on Reddit who supported the show. And as always, thank you so much for listening and sticking with us. We're back. So sit back, relax, grab a beer. Take the garbage out and take your pants off! I feel like I've been seeing a lot of you lately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and hope not make it all the time. Not hopefully when I'm not in the bathroom and stuff. Uh, no, I have. You know, you I'm going to keep it. a close eye on you to see what my new roommate has been up to. That's right, listeners. Ryan and I have moved in together. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, don't get, you know, your head too far into that. Don't look too much into it. But <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a platonic heterosexual friendship. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're taking this podcast to the next level. Well, what is this podcast? This and podcast who are we in case someone is the first in, time listening? You know, in case you rightfully forgot. <laughs> uh, we are else? podcast. We are one of the foremost, some of the preeminent Blink-182 podcasters in as far as I know the world. Is that, is that fair to say? <laughs> now you told said we should we talk about where we've been and so we don't blow like our own like we're not blowing ourselves. <laughs> and, and you said you should, so I'm going <laughs> If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even do your thing. Like, well, usually you like, never mind. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah, I didn't do the standard. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. Yeah, hey. they, yeah you're a little rusty. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. You know, I'm I'm kind of like We're easing the, our way in. I, I getting said, the oil in my armor. I'm lubricating myself back to life. Yeah, it's slightly the you know that's somewhat not long as long as a hiatus that Blink originally had, but we had a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, we had our own little indefinite hiatus there. <laughs> um, so to listeners, we our last show I think was is right uh, before Christmas. It was the Christmas special, which I I I think is our best episode. <laughs> I I love that episode. If you, if you haven't if you're trying to get in the Christmas spirit for you know some Christmas in what March. Yeah, uh, you know, go back and check out the night. I before, can't believe it's March already. Night before Blinkmas. Yeah, time has gone. So what happened is that 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 ended, and then the new year came, and yeah. we we both went back to Arizona, and then came back here, and we immediately had to like find a new place to live, <laughs> and that yeah. was kind of a thing, yeah. and you know, sort of a lot of other things were 
make made me personally feel like is should I be like doing a Blink One Eighty Two podcast? Yeah, I kind of fell off the. I mean, not like I was like someone to check the Blink subreddit like every day. Yeah, and it just hasn't been on my mind. Yeah, and it's same. not like not, and it's not the thing of like oh I've lost interest. No, I've, it's, it's just, happened to a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> just there's so many fucking things. But you know, on. I think maybe you felt this way too. I think I kind of thought more and maybe like we need this though. We need a Blink Twenty Two <laughs> podcast maybe. And it wasn't that we were done. We just were like we. No, it, no. I don't think we ever thought like we were like done. I was homeless for like a month basically. Ryan, I mean, not was home, Ryan was sleeping on my couch for <laughs> eighteen days. Was it? It was that long. In in my studio ish <laughs> apartment. Yeah, because we were waiting to get into a new place, which we have, and we we spent the last couple of weeks settling in and uh, coming um, together. Really delightful. Uh, <laughs> Triplex, I guess, is it a triplex? It's, yeah, it's a good triplex. It's yeah. like the middle floor of a house uh, built in 1888. Imagine that. It has uh, switches. It's like it's cowboy days. Cowboy days <laughs> in Portland. <laughs> where, where were the, the the? Oh yeah, I think yeah, maybe Vancouver had some ranches. You know, yeah. What else would it be? Like, think about that time. It's like before the industrial. <laughs> what else would you do except be a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there were probably like a lot of the same things, like uh, like people making beer, probably. Like and... Back to the Future Three is in eighteen eighty five. Before it's in, this, it's house. in the Southwest. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that's... all right. When was the lowest Lewis and Clark thing? Uh, I think that was like or like eighteen oh four. Okay, so like a hundred years before. That's super early, yeah. But still, that's like. You yeah. know, not too long before this house was, or yeah. after this house yeah. was made. Lewis and Clark was like... <laughs> Lewis and Clark lived in this house. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Uh, Lewis and Clark lived in this house. <laughs> so speaking of uh, other great duos, yeah. Blink-182. <laughs> duos? No, triplexes? Or tri? well, well, I was thinking duo, like the, the, the songwriting duo of, oh, okay. of, of Matt and... Or uh, Mark and Matt. You already forgot their names and stuff. It's been <laughs> <laughs> three months or whatever, who two months. Who is it? Okay, so you got you got Billy Joe, uh, got, Billy Joe Armstrong. You got George and John. George and John. Uh, <laughs> is is the Daft Punk guy on bass now? Yeah, is you, that? Got, you got uh, the robot head one, <laughs> robot robot one, whatever their names are. Robot one, and I think uh, I think the keyboardist from uh, Dashboard, the, like with the touring days now. Dashboard. Oh yeah, okay. Dashboard Confessional. Perfect. <laughs> Those people are in this band. Yeah. Well, speaking of hiatus is ending. Yeah. Uh. There was a time when uh, a hiatus in our lives ended that was pretty impactful. Yeah. Um, at least it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was during an award ceremony that our boys were at this year. Oh, yeah. That's a good transition. I see what you did there. Yeah. There was a few <laughs> a few leaps, but I got there, right? I was like, what? <laughs> it was like playing Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, we thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about how the Grammys went down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we can all say it's a disgrace <laughs> that they didn't win. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been the a little, awards are a sham. Yeah. Fuck it. it Shut all, it, it down. It kind of always been, but yeah, they really fucked up. This, this year confirmed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I am outraged. Now <laughs> I am. Um, I mean, obviously I would have liked them to win. I think that they were, I think they were, that album was better than the one that won. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Like, like, uh, I mean, I haven't listened to it really, but we did like, I think the night of we watched the, 
we saw that they lost and so we listened to the album and we we're just like eh. yeah and i i'm you know i'm sure a cage the elephant fan might like write in and be like you're totally wrong and you might totally be right but and you know maybe it was just the blink hating me but cage the elephant like after hearing that album and I, i've i've heard them before but not that much it just reminded me so much of like the music of uh like the oasis genre and not quite like how they sound but just that like you totally are just doing this so you can get laid. Like, I know why <laughs> well, you're writing music. I heard, I remember they had like a couple songs I liked, but I never really got into them. But mm. I didn't even know. Yeah. It may be like a Kings of Leon ish. Yeah. Kind of and Kings art. of Leon was cool for a while. Yeah. They started out as like a just jam band and then they sold their souls. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Phoenix. Remember that album? That was a pretty uh, good album. I don't. That's reminds me. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Wait, Phoenix, the band Phoenix. Yeah, the band Phoenix. Oh yeah, they're they're uh, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're a French band. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that like Lissamania. I feel like that was around that same. Don't, 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 I guess don't. it's not, but like I feel like them and Kings of Leon were like the, the shit at the same time. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I I think Gojira, excuse me, had maybe what I would say is like I think I said in our podcast earlier, like that's like maybe the Pitchfork choice, you know. I feel like it's probably the best on there. Um, just as that would have been cool to see Weezer win. Yeah, that would have been neat too. Uh, so, how would you, uh, if it wasn't Blink, um, would you have given it to Weezer? Yeah, probably. I mean, that and yeah. is that you, is that is that a legacy award or is that like you think this album should probably fifty fifty? I'd say probably they're probably more legacy than than like this is the shit. But that's kind of what I think. I mean, in a way, the Oscars always have like a legacy award at least once a year, right? And and like where they give an award to like a, you know, Scorsese for The Departed when he wasn't nominated for Goodfellas or something. He wasn't like even that. nominated. For oh, I don't, I don't know if he was, but he didn't win for like Raging Bull or right. Taxi Driver or anything. Took him a while to catch up. Yeah, and so maybe in a way, this Mad is what's Max going on with this. Didn't, didn't win Best Picture. It was nominated though. It didn't win. Yeah, clearly the Best Picture. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, maybe this kind of felt like this what was going on for Weezer and Blink, but it's kind of cool. I mean, I, lately I've been like in restaurants or something, or like a store, and you hear like some of the new Blink songs on the radio, which is different. Like hearing like uh, she's, she's out, out of her, her mind, mind, like in a pizza shop, is like, yeah. like okay, cool. Like they're yeah, still they're doing something. Neat. So. I, I, like they're they're a relevant band again, and yeah, and it's hard to know in a way that they weren't with neighborhoods. Exactly, and it's hard to know when you weren't aren't listening to the radio is like at all anymore. Like I, the only I, time I hear it in public spaces, yeah, you know, it's like, the only time. Like the only time I listen to the radio, it seems like is if my phone's dead, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like charging or something like that, or like my USB, my car's broken. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I usually am having on like oldies or a jazz station or something like that yeah and yeah i if i have the radio on i always just go to like npr oh fucking hipster just kidding hipster. <laughs> <laughs> all things considered yeah but no i uh no i agree uh, it's just like never hear anything on the radio so you don't let me know like one time last time i was listening to the radio like i heard one of the new green day songs on there and i was like oh wow they're actually playing this like huh. so those yeah. those mainstream bands like they're still repeating that stuff like yeah. if it's in the reign of uh early 2000s or late 90s band if yeah. you're red hot chili peppers or lincoln park or foo fighters <laughs> and if you put out an album they're playing on the radio 
Yeah. They're not playing anybody new, just these guys. Like, yeah. So that's are are we seeing right now the establishment of like what for we always like joke about like dad rock, you know, like it's like this dumb canon of these specific bands in the eighties and seventies. Are are we seeing that happen for us? Yeah, yeah, I think you just yeah, I think you just nailed it. <laughs> What I'm going to is dad rock now. All right, I'm down. I'm down for some dad rock because, I mean, yeah, Mark Hoppus is clearly leaning hard into the dad rock. He is, yeah, yeah. He's always making dad jokes. I feel like he'd be fun with the label dad rock. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is in a way. Yeah. So, where were you the last uh, the last time Blink was at the Grammys? So that was oh, okay. That was two thousand nine, wasn't it? Yeah, I was just actually looking up stuff about that. I forgot if we had talked about this on the show or not. Um, I feel like I might have because I remember strictly I was in my uh, first apartment I lived in with my friend Cody and like our girlfriends we were over or something like that and the Grammys were on or it just had happened and we watched it like on YouTube or something right that blink was back together and I was I remember like probably playing world of warcraft or something like that at the time right. i for the listeners ryan just made a motion of some like really intense keyboard stuff going <laughs> on when he said that like he just kind of like spasmed out into like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just started moving my head and my key my hand keys hands no i don't know they uh i remember them hearing they get back together and being so stoked and then i remember the website released that smiley face shirt with the extra arrow on it yeah and I, we both, me yeah. and Cody both ordered them. What does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? We were so excited. I still don't know what it what Do you know what it meant? Was it supposed to mean something? I think, I don't know if this is what it means, but Neighborhoods would have been the sixth album. Mm. And so there was five star, uh, arrows for, maybe for each album. And the sixth one was like the sixth right, album. Right, right. Kind of thing. But it's always stuck with the six now. So, mm. I don't know, maybe someone just thought like, hey, maybe they should have another arrow on it like yeah. for design purposes. Right. <laughs> That's my thinking. But maybe right. people are just putting meanings into it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But that was a cool shirt because it was like the black one and it had like the kind of. Do you have that? Uh, I don't think so. I, I was like probably like 40 pounds lighter back then. So it was like tiny now if I tried wearing it. So. Oh. <laughs> but so someone has it somewhere. Right. I, I wear out shirts to death until they're like don't look good anymore, until they usually. just like evis- like they're just evaporated <laughs> when the black shirt becomes white so. oh wow that's intense <laughs> not, not quite like that but <laughs> but yeah so i don't have any more about that i remember seeing that and being stoked with like all those people i remember being apartment. like just as surprised as i was when i found out that they broke up like i didn't expect it to uh when they broke up the first time uh i just like didn't expect it to happen at all <laughs> And then when they got back together, it was a text from our friend Josh. Um, mm. and Or I was with our friend Josh, and he, I think he got a text or something. Um, it might have been from you. Um, Maybe. Um, but, yeah, so it, they said, like, oh, turn on the Grammys, like, you know, oh. if you can. Uh, Blink is on. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, yeah, and it, it, I saw the thing, and it was like, I, I just, like, stood in disbelief. Yeah, and now seeing it, it's kind of weird. They all look kind of, like, weird up there. Like, why are we doing this? You think so? Thing? Kind of. They all look like they're, like, just, like, like they're together but separate up mm. there. And uh, <laughs> Interesting. Just seem like they're up there by gunpoint in a way. <laughs> like, trying to create this moment of, like, Travis survived a plane crash and we're getting back together kind of thing. Right. Which is in on paper sounds like touching and nice and cool and stuff. Right. But um, 
and maybe I'm looking into it, but right. like I just saw like a, like a still of it. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was typing in, I was looking up for news about Blink at the Grammys and saw like the old picture, and <laughs> right. I was just like, ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were, maybe they were nervous. I, mean, they, I, I think so. It, it, it could be nervous. Or, you know, maybe it was all, it was all fake. Isn't it great to see the Jonas Brothers and Stevie Wonder back together again? We used to play music together, and we decided we are going to play music together again. Link-182 is back! And for me, oh, I'm, like, thinking, like, how all, deep does this go, right? <laughs> like, all those people up there, and they're, like, it's almost, like, Everyone's supposed to go like, yeah, Blake Twenty Two is getting back together. Yeah, but like, who the there is like really like, yeah, <laughs> like who? Yeah, Blink One Eighty. Blink One Eighty. Who? <laughs> Which is they're a huge band, of course. Like we're right. definitely downplaying it, but like, I had this feeling like it just wasn't the crowd for it or something. The like Grammys that. in two thousand and nine are not necessarily like the biggest group of Blink One Eighty Two fans <laughs> in a world where they've not been a band. But for like but now I feel years. like there would be. Like I feel yeah, like because the so, thing is, yeah. is in two thousand nine, I would have been. Do you think Bink is a Bink? Do you think Bink? Do you think <laughs> Bink One Eighty Boo? Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, do you think Blink-182 is a bigger band in 2017 than they were in 2009? Well, according to Matt Skiba in an article I read, he it is. <laughs> <laughs> what did Skiba say? Did Skiba talk shit? Is he like throwing shade? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a Blink site. is a bigger, better band than it ever was before I was in it. There is this uh, this article that I see kind of thrown around on the uh, Facebook Blink-182 group. Mm-hmm. And I think it's called Alternative Nation, and I feel like it's a fake news alternative is this, station. Is this like thing. the fake news of Blink gossip? <laughs> In a way, it feels like it because it's like this guy transcribed Alternative Nation transcribed Skiba's comments talking about uh, the California tour, and this was just like part posted March second. And he said, because the headline says, Matt Skiba claims Blink-182 are now more successful live than they ever were with Tom DeLonge. <laughs> and it doesn't really say that in the article, right. it seems like. It's more it's of more like, like they're inferring that from what he said, kind of. Like, yeah. he said something, like, along, like, he said, like, it's crazy that uh, it's really appreciative to see how this band's following has grown over the years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it says that he was on um, a podcast called The Truth Barrel. Saying that it, like California tour was like one of the most successful Blink tours in a while, like probably since the um, self-titled album, right? Just true, I would say. Yeah. And then uh, he just basically talked about the idea of like the Talk- album. Talked about the idea of the album like go. going gold, and um, uh, just like Is how often- feeling a little bit guilty, basically regarding with his uh, like they make it sound like the thing that he's guilty that he took over the band. But it's more of like he feels guilty that he had to like um, for a way that his Alkaline Trio bandmates like say like, hey, I'm joining this new band kind right. of thing. And they all have families and stuff yeah. like that. And he's just like, well, I don't. And yeah. I yeah. Go that's got to be some stuff. That's got to be a little weird to kind of be like, hey, guys who I'm sure are fine for money, but probably not in the way that like Blink are. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that like, I mean, this is totally guessing, you know, who, who am I to say? But I would have to imagine that like. The the members of Alkaline Trio besides Skiba have like do not want for anything, but at the same time, I don't think like money's no object. You know, um, you think so? I like I don't think that they can 
just do whatever they want and oh, yeah. just never have to think about money in the oh, way no, that like, sure. Mark Hoppus probably can, you know? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. maybe Skiba can now. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's Or is starting to, like, I just, as... He's I, entering like, the 1%. Yeah, well, I'm sure they were probably already in the 1%, but now he's entering in, like, the 0.5%, you know? Like, it, it, it's, you know, even though they're both, <clears throat> they're all kind of, you know, they're making way more money than everyone else, but it's still, like, a different kind of, like, area Bracket. for him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's going, he's moving into a different... He's probably like, going to pay a shitload in taxes yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. He's going to, this is going to... He's going to be wow. like, whoa. It's like, I made this much money fucking, like, the year before. Like, I'd have to pay it all in taxes. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I wonder the nightmare of Skiba's taxes for 2016. <laughs> yeah, right? He's probably just like, he's like, this is awful. Like, what the Didn't hell? he, like, sell some paintings, too, that he did for, like, a lot of money? I don't know if that had something to do with it, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to out him to the IRS, but <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to keep those paintings on the DL. Yeah, but yeah, it was just like, I, yeah, I think this site, alternativenation.net, is basically like a, a somewhat of, of a Breitbart of, of, of like, uh, you know, music, alternative music um, news. But I mean, it just has these quotes from this podcast. What's it, what's it called again? Alternative Nation. Alternative Nation. So I guess I don't know how legit if you see Alternative Nation. You know, hear hear heard it here first. Uh, be suspect of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, he basically talks about how like Travis Barker, like his his fame, and how um, more people know Travis than they know who Blink is. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, and he thinks that's crazy. And um, no, it, it sounds like he's being supportive and just like uh, humble about this whole thing. But this way, the the freaking like headline of this article is like Jesus. Like yeah. it doesn't even mention he doesn't even say anything about Tom DeLong. Right. It just says that like this is the best tour they've had in fifteen yeah, years. I mean and that that would surprise me if he said that because he's been in this band for a while now and we've seen him in interviews and he's been nothing but like a classy dude about the whole thing. Yeah. Mark, we missed this, but Mark on Twitter basically posted when he thinks oh, right, the album's right. coming out. What the the album The being California the, Deluxe. Which by the way has uh reportedly like an album's worth of new yeah, material. It sounds like, which is more, way more than we uh, estimated right. way back. And he says, but it sounds like it's going to be released May 19th, May 19th. And it sounds like they went back into the studio and did a lot of work on it. So for all intents and purposes, this is kind of, I, I, I imagine that they're not going to go and to like a lot of the songs being like a new direction. Maybe they will though. Maybe there'll be well, some of that. Speaking of that, there's another little thing. And this could be some more fake news, you know, okay. if we can say. Where is this from? Is this from? <laughs> this is coming from Blink-22 subreddit out of Phoenix, Arizona, my hometown. Okay. Wait, is this like a story? This oh. is a post that was on the Blink-22 subreddit by a guy or named Blinkstan86. Blinkstan86. So oh, okay. So he was it's born in 86, so he's probably around my age. I trust if it's a story from a member of the Blink-22 subreddit, I trust its veracity. I think so. But he says this. He says, ate at a restaurant in my hometown of Phoenix. My hometown, too. I might have, Maybe I posted this. And my <laughs> waiter said he had already heard the deluxe edition. Pretty random. That's the Does he say that? Oh, you're reading this. So he, didn't say reading. The, he didn't say the restaurant. He didn't. Doesn't say. If you're listening, uh, let us know the restaurant. Yeah. Come on, Stan. <laughs> come on, Stan. Because <laughs> I've probably been there. And I'll figure it out. But he's, this is what he says. So he says, no one's going to believe me here, but here it goes. Uh, my girlfriend and I ate at a restaurant today. I noticed an alkaline trio tattoo on our server's arm. So I made some conversation about that 
And he then told me his band has been in the, in the studio with Feldman. They're wow. called D.E.D. Or Dead. I don't know if it's Dead or D.E.D. Dogs like, eating dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was just, he'd just been serving to make some extra money on the side, of course, because there's no money in music anymore. Uh, he, he got, uh, he's about to go on tour. Anyway, he said he heard the whole deluxe album, and he said it's so much better than California. He said it's darker, and then they definitely found their sound with Matt on this one. Just thought I'd share. Pretty random that uh, it was my waiter in Phoenix who already heard the new album. So people were doing some research and basically found out that D.E.D. or Dead, whatever it's called, uh, is an alt metal band from Arizona. And they're touring with Korn this year. And no thing is Korn definitely has uh, Feldman has definitely uh, done stuff with them. And also I think the biggest story here is that Korn is touring. <laughs> they're probably like doing like dubstep or something. And this right the now. year of our Lord 2017 Korn <laughs> headlining. I'm happy for them. That's kind of like heartwarming to see that True. they're still corning. But basically, Feldman talked about Dead or D.E.D. on the Hi, My Name is Mark podcast. Oh, then. wow. Oh, that, was that the... Uh, did they play a little bit of their music? I don't music? know if that was them or not. Maybe it was. I remember, I remember it being about sort of like a Slipknot-y like kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it was pretty intense. Yeah. So, it, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Arizona has, like, a metal scene. Yeah. And so, it's like a... And, um, and everyone I know that's in a band works at a restaurant or a bar, so it doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all that there'd be a guy working a restaurant. Right. Uh, well, that sounds, if that's true, that sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah, doesn't it? I mean, right? Like, isn't that kind of what everyone wanted? Like, a little bit darker? Yeah. A little more skiba? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if, if I were to, if I were Blink and I were thinking of, like, where to go now, I, I would want to, like, incorporate... Now that we just, you know, we have put like a Blink-182 stamp in the way like Force Awakens did, you know, it's <laughs> just like, here's a Star Wars-ass Star Wars movie. <laughs> now you did that. And I wanted that. I did want that. Mm-hmm. But now that you've done it, now that it's like a definitive, get we're, weird. we're back statement, now get back to work, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like now let's pick up back where we're left. Like, yeah, we're Blink, we're back. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back to Blinking, you know, and <laughs> seeing what blink Yeah, does. and plus like it's almost like a buffer album of them uh, writing with Skiba and seeing how yeah. the best way to write type of thing. So yeah. that's why it took a while for them to do it, and they you know tried a couple different times, and yeah, now they I'm probably feel they more did. comfortable. Yeah, and I still hope those like old demos kind of make it out in some for- in just their old like demo form, even if they aren't great. Like, um, and it's years from now, and just some kind of like box set. I'd still yeah. be down to hear those. Who was it that spent mentioned that the reason why they're probably was it Travis? Um, doing a California deluxe album instead of a whole new album is because they're on contract to promote the new album or California still. Did I tell you about this or someone? I, I swear I read that somewhere. Is that maybe that's the reason why they're not just putting on a new album right now is since they're under contract with a a label now. Yeah. If it has like a, you know, it's like a four single thing or something like that. Yeah. That, or like they need to promote it for two years or something like that before they put out a new one. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, that those kind of things have cycles that are kind of built in and maybe like they're at a place where they don't necessarily want to be with the cycle and they want to fit the deluxe edition is the way to kind of match up the, the business reality with, with like what they want to do. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it because if they wanted to, they could put a whole new album, but, uh, um so do you think you but you you're pretty confident that it's not just like uh like hype stuff and that it really is like new things that are that are done i think so i mean they seem like they were like 
adamant about putting it out and like want people to hear it and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm wondering like how many of the, when they say new things, it's going to be like re-recording parts or if it's going to be writing new songs. I bet about half of it is going to be some of those old demos that they liked a lot. And then maybe there's four tracks that are new. new. I hope there's at least, uh, you know, I'll totally understand if there aren't, but I'm, I hope there's at least a couple like just new, new stuff. I think so. I think it's gonna be cool. I'm, I'm excited. It, it sucks that it's so far away, but it's not that far. But I think we expected the beginning of this year, especially yeah, around the Grammy time. I, ex- I times. expected it to be timed with the Grammy. Maybe if they win, maybe if they would have won, it would have been pushed f- like oh. faster, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, they say that well, nothing good can happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> someone posted that on AllAccess.com, which is like a, a, a music kind of site that they looks like that Home was such a lonely place is going to be the next single. Seems like a good choice. Um, looks like April eighteenth is like when that's supposed to come out. All access music. I can totally is... see that in like a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Because like it's coming. This is must be true because it's coming off like this the site that kind of uh, uh, puts the information and the info for like on Spotify of like bands and stuff like that. So I'm guessing that's true. And I can see that them putting that out the little nice little song and watch this be like the big hit, you know, yeah. or something. Oh God, yeah. It's gonna be like in a yeah. I mean, do they? Would they, do they have Disney movies that would play a song like that now? I feel like like movies don't play have songs anymore. Oh, they totally do. And like the the sad montage where like the little baby dinosaur leaves <laughs> like the the dad dinosaur's home, and then he's like looking, you know, just like the good for dinosaur? like thirty seconds when he just goes up. I don't know. I'm just making. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like looking through the stuff, and he's like looking at the um the picture of them. Like yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, that's pretty cool. I wish you I could save today. <laughs> so we'll have like a, a slight like a countdown, you know, for the next couple months to this. And yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited to hear some new Blink. I am too. And I think like you know them putting out, even though maybe some of these ideas were coming from original recordings of California, they probably feel better about like making this deluxe, uh, you know, for the fans kind of thing. In addition, and maybe even new people then maybe calling it a new album and it being like, you know, not their best effort sort of thing or not like, yeah, this is the prime shit. It's more of like, this is the prime shit. This is just like, you know, a bunch of extra stuff that we recorded in this past year and it still fits. It's part of the California legacy kind of thing before they move on to something else. I could see uh Skiba in particular, like, being more relaxed this recording session like there's not really that kind of weight on the shoulders of like oh god is this gonna work you know Mm -hmm. like it worked and and now it's just sort of like let's go from here yeah i'm excited to hear that and then it's me awesome to see what they do after that and because it sounds like they're touring like crazy again this year yeah they're like they're completely back active and and which is so much different than it was ever the last 10 years like it's been they're a band like they're a full-time band it's not a part-time thing anymore yeah it used to be just so sporadic and now they're just like all year long we're doing this shit yeah and uh yeah it's awesome i like it (laughs) they don't have that fucking weight uh bringing them down well uh dead weight that dead weight (laughs) (laughs) speaking of that dead weight <laughs> what about it uh i think we need to check in with um with tom used to play guitar and sing for blink 182 but he wanted to move on and do something new now he's writing books about a government conspiracy questioning the notions about our reality we just want to know what's up with tom
So uh, <laughs> while Blink-182 might not have won the Grammy. Yeah. Tom DeLong. <laughs> Thomas Matthew Thomas DeLong. Matthew DeLong uh, won an award, Ryan. You you actually told me about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what award did he win? Uh, I don't have it pulled up the exact thing. What is it? It was the UFO. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't remember it because uh, I feel like it's every. Bit. I have another Tom story pulled up. So. Oh, okay. Up. Well, yeah. I mean, I just I feel like. Oh, okay. Here it's, we go. It's, it's just Tom DeLong, UFO researcher of the year. <laughs> UFO researcher of the year. Yeah, That's I'm just I'm award. just surprised you would have to pull that up. I'm surprised you just didn't obviously. <laughs> So what I thought, first thing, before we get into this, uh, it's done by the Open Minds Production. Uh, mm. It's international, oh, international Congress. Uh, so the video so. is done by Open Minds Production. And then, so the the body was the... Oh, no, OpenMinds.tv, <laughs> UFO Research of oh, the Year Open Award. Minds Production is International UFO Congress. <laughs> what is this thing? I think this entire thing is is just set oh, up okay, to make go. this award. DeLong was named the OpenMind.tv UFO Research of the Year Award at the International UFO Congress. Are we sure this is a real award? Have, have there been previous <laughs> so winners of this, this award? This was the 26th annual uh, 26th annual International okay. UFO Congress. 26, so, so UFO Congress must be a Comic Con of UFO researchers or something, right. in a way. And OpenMinds.tv, which is must be some sort of UFO website, gave Tom the UFO researcher. That's the story. This isn't fake news, right? No, this is real news. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, I knew it happened, and I knew the video was real. I guess I, I, my question was seeing that. Um, I haven't watched the video. You haven't watched the video. No. <laughs> I, I'm probably scared to watch the video. Is there? <laughs> we're gonna pa- we're gonna pause right now. We're you have to watch the video. Okay. You. <laughs> I thought you'd seen this. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's. Let's just uh. Let's just watch it and like get your hot impressions when we get back. Okay. All right. The 2017 presidential campaign is finally over. And so are the mysterious leaks of emails posted by WikiLeaks of Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, John Podesta. Perhaps one of the more shocking revelations from the Podesta emails is his involvement with rock star Tom DeLonge, who is seeking to expose a vast UFO cover-up within the government. The UFO Congress and Open Minds Productions commend DeLonge for his efforts. For his groundbreaking work in the past year, we are happy to award Tom DeLonge the 2017 Open Minds TV UFO Researcher of the Year Award. Hello, I'm Tom DeLong, and I want to say uh, thank you for acknowledging uh, some of the hard work I've been putting into uh, some subject matter that concerns us all and that you're passionate about uh, just like I. Um, It's been a crazy whirlwind uh, of a year or two. Um, There's a lot that I can't say. Um, That was a doozy, that video. There's a lot to unpack in there, isn't there? Yeah, uh, that that was more crazy, more interesting. I'll say crazy than I thought it was. I, uh, I certainly didn't expect the like kind of like WikiLeaks, like uh, politicalish, politicalish, <laughs> like kind of like the conspiracy sort of like editing of of like um, you know that you see of like shitty uh, commercials that are like 
you know, the, in the campaigns. And yeah, stuff. like it's I was like, Hillary Clinton. I, did yeah, this. there was a lot more Hillary Clinton, a lot less just like footage of like grainy UFOs. Like that's what I was expecting. <laughs> I wanted to see that stuff. God, they were just making it was like this, uh, one of those cork boards with all the yarn on it, a type of yeah. thing of like the equivalent of. One of those things with all the pictures, yeah, and you see in like detective. And then Tom movies. is one of those pictures, and Tom is all over <laughs> that thing. And then he has this ten-minute-long video at the end that's just like him saying basically what he's said to Blink fans for the whole thing is like, <laughs> "Cool shit is coming." Yeah, I feel like he's like pl- like playing might be too strong of a word, but like acting like the towards these people the same way he does Blink fans, like his whole <laughs> thing of like, um, so I want to say thanks, uh, but in sixty days. I can't tell you what. I'm gonna announce something, <laughs> and I'm gonna need these you, people probably. Are I'm like, gonna wow. need you to, uh, yeah. And then he's like, and then he he kind of backpedals too. Is like, you're gonna think it sucks, like, because he's what does he say? He's like, and you're probably not gonna think anything of it. But I tell you, but you I want you if you're paying attention, you'll get it. <laughs> As a civilian, you know, shits on. Oh yeah, shits. It was it was a. Uh, it was yeah, strange. He referred to is he, who was he referring to when he called said civilian life. I don't know. Like it's gotten, it was weirder than I expected. And it was definitely, right? but it looks like something. It also looks like he's like, he filmed it while he's like in hiding, <laughs> like in a bunker. <laughs> yeah, Tom, next time you do this, shoot from above. Yeah. Yeah. We see you with all those magic, uh, those red cameras and those black magic cameras. Yeah, use one of those. Why are you using your laptop screen on your <laughs> MacBook pro and your coffee table? Unless he just didn't really care, which like, you know <laughs> but no it's like the world is kind of leaving him behind in a way but i mean well a different world is different world up. different yeah. world is that's what's kind of cool i mean it's kind of weird it is cool to see that he's found his niche and you know what you brought up uh the the idea that one of the things he announces would be seminars um, he sounded okay, this is what he sounded like in that video he sounded like he was like i want you to be a part of this and i don't know if it's, it could be a book or whatever the hell he's doing right but in my opinion i'm like he's setting up like <laughs> this is just coming out of thin air like watching people like this right for a long time he used to work these like self-help seminars i'm like he looks like he's about to set up like an event like a mm-hmm. uh, like a vet for people to talk at and he wants like uh yeah. people to show up the and alien stuff. guy from the history channel uh, that could be a good guest. You know, if if he if he did this, Dan Aykroyd, yeah, Dan Aykroyd, perfect. If <laughs> if he did this and he just dropped like the kind of well, I guess it wasn't his thing. It was like the I don't care about emails or Podesta. I'll, but if he wants to like lecture about like UFOs and Bigfoot and like show like Tom DeLonge wants to come and like give a presentation, well, it'd be like probably like in Cal like San Diego. For like a two day thing or something, right? Where you pay like four hundred, three hundred dollars to go to it or whatever. Okay, and, this is becoming less appealing. And, uh, but I, I would totally do like if he did a, like the Tom DeLonge touring show. He's not gonna tour it. Oh, uh, one, I would, I bet you he would pack like not big theaters, but he he could pack like a couple hundred seaters everywhere, anywhere. I bet. Well, that'd be cool. But then everyone's gonna be just like, do the, like I'll go get it with if inconvenient. You do, <laughs> if you're doing a tour thing like that, though, you're asking for the wrong crowd i feel like to come around mm. if he was doing like a seminar yeah. kind of thing he's gonna go right. to where like the sources or where people will, will right. come to him right to do it yeah that's kind of like the okay well maybe you know. maybe so you're thinking delong con <laughs> it'll be just called like aliens exist the oh that'd be great thing or something wow that's what he's got to call it right <laughs> if he does 
aliens exist. But that's pretty interesting. I mean, he's definitely, I mean, he's always been full board, but I just want to, he's always been working on something and yeah. he just needs to start putting that stuff out. And we talked about this yeah. too, is that he needs a con- consistent stream, like a podcast he or something. He needs to pick something and then do it. Or just like have at least something coming out all the time Updates to keep you interested yeah. and stuff instead of just like these long periods, just like our podcast or something like that. Right. <laughs> Where you're like, like, get those listenership back, you know, by, you know, being consistent. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, hopefully, you know, maybe once this project is announced, this will be the thing, you know, yeah. maybe he's finally Well, you're talking his. about picking things. Um, it was put up on the Hollywood Reporter on February 3rd. This is the Hollywood Reporter. This is like a legitimate news source for Hollywood news is that Tom DeLonge is set to f- direct sci-fi feature strange times. This is an exclusive on Hollywood reporter. Wow. So it says that DeLonge's band angels and airways will provide the original music for the film score. So strange times is his, one of one of his many young right. adult novel systems or setups. And it sounds like he's trying to do the movie. Well, that's cool. For the first book. And, and the music, I guess that'd be the first new angels narrated music on the horizon and sort of like a bit of a i mean this is a month old at this point but still like that was probably a confirmation that the band wasn't dead because mm-hmm. it kind of uh, status has been a little bit in limbo yeah it says that the it's slated to begin production in the fall oh so if it's like a i mean i don't know i, I i'm rooting for him if something like this he wants to do what do you think the budget on this is all right so keep in mind, Moonlight, Yoga Hoser is it was at five million, and right? Moonlight won the Oscar at one point two million. <laughs> so our two barometers are Yoga Hoser is at five million, <laughs> and Moonlight at one point five million. <laughs> like, that's our barometer for lower budget movies, right? Yeah, I mean, but you got the you room, could, the room at six million. <laughs> well, you could say that. I mean, I guess Logan is in a low budget movie, but it's low budget for a superhero movie, right. which was about a hundred million. Hundred. Okay, so that's like the lower end of because uh, <laughs> they don't make movies that are thirty million anymore. Right. Like that, yeah. That, it's it's like, a big jump. It's yeah. either under ten. Right. Or you're over hundred. The indie darling of the blockbuster. Yeah. Or like, yeah, Deadpool is like seventy, but that's like a that's like rare. Okay. So there's never really anything in between. Okay. That. So with all that in mind, what do you think? Strange Times. What do you think Tom Belong is working with? I think he can possibly if it's a good script um get like three million for it or something three million moon was a three million so three million what so we've seen moon and we've seen moonlight (laughs) both done for three million dollars or under so it can be done yeah so there's i mean i don't remember strange times is like a real uh cgi um, intensive That'd be, that'd be more like Dreamwalker. Yeah, and I so think strange, maybe two, it could be less. Seems like the more interesting. Maybe he could get like less than two million or one point one one million dollars for it or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think this is the more interesting of the two. A poet in this. This is the one that's just seemed more fun, more seem seem more genuine, a little bit more like Blink, and a little bit less like him trying to put his artist hat yeah. on. It says like this little quote from him: "I grew up in Southern California as a disaffected young skateboarder who broke the occasional law or five, and I was always dreaming about the world around me, obsessively looking for the more unusual and imaginative experience experiences that life had to offer." That's the inspiration behind Stranger Times, Strange Stranger Times, <laughs> Stranger Things, Strange Times, which is about the tribe of broken youth and the restless spirit that inspired me to form Blink One Eighty Two and seek out adventure. Which, 
I mean, that sounds interesting. That, that sounds cool. cool. That sounds, sounds cool. cool. It sounds way cooler than like. And it sounds different. This guy who like, like we, walks through dreams. You know, this is like I grew up. This is the life I lived. We haven't really his, got like, the based on that. And we haven't really got the like. I mean, Boyhood had like a little bit of '90s in there, and even Blink in the in the soundtrack. Right. But we haven't really had like. Um, I don't know. I feel like just like contemporary movies set in like you know maybe skateboarder type of time sort like of thing. A, like a modern day take on Brink. <laughs> maybe not not quite Brink, but like <laughs> I don't know. Like they, they do say like Lords of Dogtown. Yeah. Like, well, like I didn't something. see it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like maybe like more of like a modern twist on that. Yeah. Way or something. That'd be cool. And maybe with the, I don't know a lot of skateboarding. I don't remember if Strange Times had like a like a magical element to it or not. I don't know. But I, don't, I think it, it hasn't really had much to it. I think it just had like a comic book, if that. Mm. I know they did like the sodas. We talked about that last time. Right. They did the sodas. <laughs> they did the shirts. I'll have to look into it more. And maybe that'd be something interesting to, to check out. Yeah, maybe you can, you, maybe, you know, by the end of this, you can earn the Tom DeLonge Researcher of the Year Award. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But yeah, I think that's all we really had. That's all that's going on with Tom, I believe. Well, uh, we can come back down to earth, I guess. Yeah, come back down to earth. And we had, uh, you've been gone so long that we got one email. Oh, wow. <laughs> From the mailbag. Mailbag is stuffed. <laughs> um, basically, it's just like a couple little things. Um, this is someone, uh, this is Austin. He says, hey guys, it's your number one fan, Austin. So yeah, he's our number one fan. Hell yeah, Austin. <laughs> he said... Uh, I'm your number one fan. Yeah, we're, we love you. You're, um, he says, love the dynamic you guys bring to the podcast. Only a few years younger than you, I grew up in Southern California where Blink and Pop Punk was a huge part of my friend's music collections. Um, I, it's nice to feel validated that my music taste is definitely still relevant. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, he I says this. He says he's kind of bummed you guys weren't feeling a day to remember. Mm. Remember we we saw right. if we remember right. we had a day to remember when we went and saw them opening for Blink. Right. Kind of like lackluster on them. Right. He's just like definitely realized that they aren't for everyone with all the screaming. Well, I mean, I I I was in the screamo. Like era, were you? You were you were into the screamo stuff. So, so the good stuff, the good stuff. There were shitty stuff though. Yeah, yeah. Which this you were a discerning screamo thing. <laughs> but I was there for where that was the thing. <laughs> but uh, you don't sound old. <laughs> but I do think the opener label you guys give them sells the band short, which we said they were kind of like clowns, hype. like hype <laughs> band. <laughs> I think I, I said hype men. You might have said clowns. <laughs> this is a somewhat of a pop punk outfit. They were relevant to my group um, of friends, and they sell out shows in their own right. You'd be surprised at the number of data member blank crossover fans. They're very huge, and some have and have some great albums. I'd give them a chance. Uh, what was that? That was Austin. This is Austin. He still has a little bit more, but oh, okay. Well. Uh, does he does he recommend what we should? He doesn't say which one we should listen to, but I mean, I would, I would give, I would give him another chance. I think what happened with that, they blew up like right after I've kind of fell off that wagon of that type of music. <laughs> right, right, is what happened with that. Yeah, and I think a certain amount of that is like with this kind of music, especially a lot of why it's so cool is it really speaks to you in a certain moment, and when you're listening to it, um, you know, and it's not necessarily like your your moment. Uh, it's, it's a, always a little bit harder to get into, which doesn't mean that it, you know, could definitely still like it. Yeah. I think they were, they were a fine band. Like I, um, 
I don't think I like disliked them, but that for me there was like more like this the uh the show like this the per, like the performance itself didn't seem like they were like into it. Like Yeah, yeah, I agree. It just seemed like they were really... It just didn't come off as genuine, which might have been like an off night or something. Maybe I should check yeah. out there. But I bet shows. you at one point I think playing those big shows has something to do with it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, I think I could totally see that not being fun. Like you're so detached from the crowd. It's it's gotta have like, like I no think they were at a pit point where they are probably playing. You know, I mean, they're probably playing big shows now. But I bet seeing them in more of like a small, more intimate place, and it's more just like these people are crazy fans, and yeah. everyone's screaming the lyrics, like a like a, like a 200 seat. Play, yeah, seats, like you know, standing, just standing, kind of just like, like right there in their face, yeah, and, and stuff. screaming and stuff. Fun, yeah. That's probably like that's in the their type. element. When I went and saw bands when I was in high school that were like that, yeah, it was like the shit. Like, and that was fun as hell. And everyone yeah. went crazy, and you walked out of there drenched, and you lost like ten pounds in sweat. Yeah, and it was just awesome. Maybe that's where the weight came from. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe you need to go to more. I go back to these shows. Um, so yeah, I agree. So it's just like I was just looking, and their first album came out. In 05, I don't know if that was a big hit or not, but like I graduated high school in 05. So yeah. like I was old. Oh, seven for me. So, so so they're I shouldn't even say that. A day to remember if their first album's 05, that's sophomore year of high school for me. So they they definitely could have been my one of my bands. But yeah, but you you known that you weren't really part of that kind of like Yeah, I wasn't I, I wasn't really into Screamo when it came around, but if I'm just saying like if I had been, there's mm-hmm. no reason why that wouldn't have come onto my radar and Yeah. But anyway, like, so yeah, we, we, you're right. We have to give them a chance, but it was just from our first, you know, seeing them for the first time, right. Live kind of thing. We were just like, we're kind of just in a weird place. Well, I, I will, uh, I will definitely check out their back catalog some. And, uh, if have you have see. a, yeah, have what's, a the best, what's the best album or song to, to, yeah, to dive into for us to, that you think we would like. Yeah. And we'll, uh, you know, if, if you recommend it, we'll talk about it on the show and, and yeah. let you know what we think. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Keep it, keep send us another email. But uh, he also said that would you consider doing a podcast on Travis's book? No, I really. Yeah. <laughs> he said I recently started this sisterhood of the traveling blink sort of thing with my friends, where we all read his book and then ship it off to the next friend. I love so it's it's a book club with one book. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. It's an interesting read, and it would be fun to hear you guys' opinions on that book, especially your hot takes on why dogs eating dogs isn't listed in their career discography. Mm. Oh, did I? Oh, okay. Your podcast makes my every work week a little more fun. Oh, have a good one. Best regards, Austin. That's a good e- Yeah, that is a good email. And yeah, we should totally do that. I I think that's I want a good to idea. too. Yeah, and especially these Tom books. Like I feel like that would be tough, but I think it'd be for an interesting podcast. I think it'd be really for fun. for for science purposes. Yeah, we should probably start doing that. That's yeah. that'll be the goal for this year. I think is yeah. to at least read we'll a couple. Finally, of those. read some more. <laughs> as long as it's written by members of Blink One Eighty Two, <laughs> Mark needs to write a book. He, I bet I would read a a book of just essays on life that Mark wrote. You oh, know, yeah. something about you know Animal Crossing. N- next in there. time he does, he's been doing a lot of like he'll be like, I have ten minutes, I'll do Q and A on Twitter mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I always miss it. I always see it like yeah. forty minutes too late. Yeah, but uh, if I ever see him on there, I'm gonna say like Mark. Mark, will you ever consider writing writing a book or just like that's a good that's a good thing, yeah. I think that's a good question. I feel I mean, like. At, at, and like it's a not book, the typical. Bullshit. I wouldn't want. I mean, it'd be fine with like a just kind of memoir book, but I would like from him like a just like a work of nonfiction or fiction or you know just something. I, I don't care what, but he reads a lot, 
Um, so, and it, it seems like he reads a lot of nonfiction. So like, I don't know, like if he just wrote a book about like, he loves plants, you know, like if he wrote a, <laughs> a book about gardening. About UFOs, like in secret <laughs> government conspiracies. They got a Peabody Award. Like he uncovered <laughs> sh- some serious shit. <laughs> I was just thinking secret gov- government conspiracies and equipment they use. Mm. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> he calls it like a uh, um, hidden. Um, oh, God damn it. What's another word for machine? <laughs> contraption. Hidden contraption. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway uh so the one last thing uh this is a little bit different actually but uh it's it's in our mailbag is uh, a buddy of mine david that i used to work with uh, is in a band called after the calm in phoenix arizona and uh they sent us a song to go ahead and, and listen to and kind of like you know promote them and i think they're gonna hit us up on their Facebook, hopefully. For quid, quid pro quo. <laughs> uh, well, none needed because you, you play the song a little bit and it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's cool. totally, it, it sounds like a band that would open for uh, like Blink. You yeah, know? They, really like, play, they play with data, data remember kind of esque type of thing. And yeah, I think I could see that. Yeah, and you should check them out. Uh, After the Calm, um, they just put out an EP and it's uh, EP's called um, uh, it was like Ignis Fatkewis, whatever, Fatuis. I don't know. I can't even say that. But <laughs> this is, is intense. Like it looks like it's Latin, yeah. Oh, wow. Ignis fac- That's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's uh, metal. Yeah, like and that. from Glendale, Arizona, like a pop punk kind of rock, post hardcore sort of thing. And you can listen kind of to reminded, all you, you were playing it like it, it definitely sounds new, but the first thing that came to my mind was that band Finch that did yeah, kind of like that. What it is to burn. I used to, I have that on one of my playlists. That's oh, a great that song. song. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can listen to them on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. And uh, we were kind of going to kind of close the show with uh, their song. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a little different music than usual, but I think you'll dig it. So yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, if you can, I think it says on his little thing he sent me that they were planning on releasing their music video at the end of February, but I didn't see it out yet. So mm. it's probably coming. Well, maybe yeah. Soon. If we see it, we'll we'll throw a link up to it. We should though say we also we are going to be back. This is not it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully a week from now. Um, and we have some cool stuff planned. Um, we do, uh, some things involving some chronicles, uh, of urethras. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have some things we, we have planned to do and, uh, there's definitely people to talk to. There's people that want to be on the show that we want to do this year. Yeah. Man. And, uh, yeah, we and, and make sure to follow us on Facebook and, um, you can check us out on Reddit when we post stuff. Um, just, yeah, just let us know what you want to hear and, you know, yeah, definitely involved. write in with, uh, it, we've, uh, done episodes on albums, um, you know, certain kind of topics and we're still going to keep doing that. But if, if there's any kind of suggestions you have, uh, if you want to hear, if you have a great idea for an episode, feel free to write in and let us know and we'll probably do it. Cause yeah, we know. have a lot to do. Like it's, I mean, we now have a countdown of new blink music coming down, coming up and, uh, we still haven't even dove into all the albums yet. And so we just like want to keep this year going and since we you know already missed a couple of months we need to catch up yeah <laughs> uh well i will see you next week ryan and i'll see you right after i put my pants back on Shut
Yeah!